Hi guys and welcome back to the Sharish Nomad podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here. Um, it is the 22nd of December today. So we had yesterday a great astrological event, the great conjunction between Saturn and Jupiter. So if you're feeling a little bit lightheaded today, that may be why. If you're feeling some pressures and tensions to create things, take a look at the stars. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just want to kick off this episode with saying a huge heartfelt thank you from the bottom of my heart <laughs> and my soul, honestly, um, for all of the support for these past episodes. I'm really grateful to have you all here. Um, I also want to shout out to Emma, who left a review on Apple Podcasts saying, thank you for sharing your story with us. I can't wait to listen to more. And thank you, thank you, Emma, for taking the time to review and leave that comment. Um, it's It warms my heart. So thank you, as always. And let's get going with this episode. So I shared recently on my Instagram asked for topics that you guys would like to hear about and being the end of the year <laughs> um, it came up with new year's new ways and new year's resolutions was what was suggested by one of you so I thought I'd take my spin on that because one, I don't necessarily believe in New Year's resolutions as such because I don't think there is one day a year where we set intentions. I also feel that there's so much pressure on New Year's resolutions that we often set ourselves up for failure. So I wanted to share with you some tools and tricks that I share with you in my book, The Wellness Code, um, about how to set goals that you actually can achieve and I think especially after this year after 2020 where we've had to let go on so many things that maybe we set for ourselves before and to let go on expectations that we have for ourselves I personally believe that the new year's resolutions that we should have for ourselves for 2021 it's just to apply all the teachings that 2020 brought us. So learning to be a little bit softer and kinder on ourselves, learning to embrace our flaws and embrace negative situations and just kind of learning to go with the flow as such that we can open our eyes to what is around us right now rather than what is to come in the future. Because we have so many opportunities within us and around us every day and I feel like we lose sight of them a lot of times by focusing on what's to come by focusing on what happens when we lose the 10 kilos what happens when we have x amount of followers on Instagram so one <laughs> new year new year new year new ways I guess is embrace yourself embrace life and try to enjoy it don't lose sight of where you want to go absolutely not don't give up on it but learn to appreciate the moment that you're in as well. Okay, but on to goal setting because that's what we're here for. So when New Year's resolutions often go wrong is that we make them really huge and we make them kind of lofty. For most of us, they tend to be centered around losing weight or achieving something in our careers or achieving love or anything like that but we don't really 
get specific on what it actually is. We tend to focus on the bigger picture or something that society has taught us that it should look like rather than what it looks like for us. So how can you get into what it means for you rather than looking at what society tells you or what social media tells you or what someone else tells you? Um, So in my book and in a lot of courses I've done, I did a 21 Days for Change course as well that really goes through how to goal set um, and how to how to create a life that you want through through 21 days and how to change your habits um so if you're interested in that maybe i'll create it so that we can all start it together in january that would be fun i think <laughs> but anyways going on a tangent here um what i go through there is okay so you need to be very very clear on what your goal is and also how to recognize when you get there so okay let's say we normally we say okay i want to lose weight or i want to get fit i want to get healthy this year the question there is okay what does fit look like to you what does it feel like what is it to you what does healthy mean because to all of us is something different so there's an acronym within the fitness world and the wellness world that coaches and trainers are taught, which is setting SMART goals. And you might have heard of this before, you will be very familiar with it if you've read my book, if you've done the course before, but I find it very good just to kind of get your head around something. So SMART goal stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. Okay, so your goal that you set or your New Year's resolution that you set or your December resolution, whenever you set your resolutions, try to get one that fits all of this. So S, specific. Let's take weight loss. I tend to come back to this just because it's very easy. Um, But by all means, don't use this as as the suggestion of what you should have your goal to be but okay so if we say i want to lose weight okay how much weight do you want to lose that's the specific how is it five kilos is it 10 kilos is it whatever measurement system you use be really really specific on it and that ties in with measurable then so how do you measure your progress you measure it by the change of the scale in this case so by kilos Then it comes into the part that makes the difference between whether you achieve a goal or not. Because the S and the M, so the specific and the measurable, I think we're quite attuned to those already. But then we come to A. Is it attainable for you? If you weigh, gosh, how much should we say? If you weigh 80 kilos and you set the weight for being 55 or 50 kilos... That might not be attainable for you within this year. That might not be a correct goal for you at this moment. Maybe it's the long, long term goal, but for right now, maybe not. Um, is it actually possible for you to to do that weight change? Um, is it something that you can reach on your own for example also within attainable falls do you have all the tools that you need to reach your goal 
Do you need a trainer to take you there? Do you need a coach? Can you afford that at the moment? Does your partner support you in this? Um, so think about those things. Because I feel like a lot of dreams are lost and we are left feeling like we are absolutely hopeless because we don't take this into consideration. Same goes for our realistic. Is it realistic for you to lose that amount of weight? Is it realistic for you to get up at 5 a.m. every morning to go for a jog and to do a green smoothie and to do all of these things when you're also juggling a very demanding career? Maybe you have kids. Maybe it's not. So take a look at that. Is it realistic? Does it fit into your life? Of course, when we need to create changes, there's going to be major changes happening with how we live our lives. But we also have to be realistic about what we can do. Because we don't want to add more stress upon ourselves already, especially this year. Um, so be really realistic about your goals. And then timely is setting a time frame within which we will achieve these. So with weight loss, again, we tend to say a healthy drastic weight loss is half a kilo per week that's something that is realistic because you can actually lose it in that time frame um, and it won't take too much out of your day to do that um, and you so say you want to lose five kilos then the timely and realistic goal there would be 10 weeks for that that would be very hard because you're going to go up and down, especially if you're female, your cycle's going to affect your body. But if you take into consideration the amount of time that you want to take, then that should be fine. So always look at having a time frame as well. Also, because sometimes we don't put an end date on two things. We just say, I'm going to achieve this, but we never say by why. So adding a time to it means that you also put a little bit of pressure on yourself to actually go for it same thing you know back in school I at least I was always if I had a assignment that was six months away I'd be fine I'd be kind of not focusing on it until the month of the deadline or the week of the deadline in some cases so yeah give yourself a timeline and stick to it so that is smart goals Okay, so once you've set your SMART goals, the second part of the formula is breaking that down into something that you can easily do each and every day. So for me, what this looks like is I like to sit down. I've done this when I work with clients or through my courses is, okay, we take the overall goal that we just set. So your SMART goal, whatever that is, and write that as a headline. So take a piece of paper, write that on the top and then draw three lines down maybe or three arrows that connect down and specify what it is that needs to be done so for example again let's go back to weight loss so you've set a smart goal of losing five kilos in three months by working out with a personal trainer and changing your um, eating habits and that's quite a specific that's quite a smart goal um so, okay, so what does, that's at the top. So if I then go one level down, to achieve this, I will need to 
work on my exercise. I need to work on my eating. And then stress and sleep needs to come into that. So I would put those as three categories below that. Then I would do a couple of different habits that I could do each day that add into these. So for example, for sleep and stress, making sure that I get eight hours per night that I need. Um, making sure that I, and to do that, I will stop drinking caffeine by 12 o'clock. I will put my phone away um, an hour beforehand, uh, before I go to sleep. I will listen to a meditation before I fall asleep or whatever it might be that helps you fall asleep and helps you manage your stress levels. Break that down into its separate goal and really go like really into the nitty gritty, into the silly little things that you might think of, but this is natural, but you want to get to a point where you have little five minute habits into each of these categories so that maybe to achieve your goal, your first week, you start with, I'm going to put my phone away an hour before bed for your sleep. I'm going to walk 30 minutes or I'm going to walk back into work. Um, for your exercise it's not more than that it's not I'm going to just commit to soul cycle every morning and stretch every night before bed because that is too much you really want it to be small small habits that just kind of seamlessly blend into your day so again exercise make it part of your day take the stairs park a little bit further away don't take the car at all if you can <laughs> and just do those things when you go to the groceries or walk if you can um, you don't need to make it a CrossFit competition by walking home with 10 liters of water bottles or so. <laughs> but yeah, just break it down as much as you can. And then same thing for your eating, making it really mindful and easy. So maybe your first habit that you're conquering is really adding vegetables to at least one meal a day if you're not already doing that or two meals a day or three meals a day or whatever it is. Rather than going, I'm going to go cold turkey on sugar. I'm not going to eat carbs after eight. Um, I'm going to only eat salads and soups and high protein diet. Because where New Year's resolutions and all of these things fall short is we make them quick fixes. And we really want them to be about creating a new life. So if you take what the topic of this podcast is, New Year's, New Ways. It's finding new ways to, little by little, add your dreams into the life you already have. Okay? So, it's not about creating a whole new you straight away. Because I don't like that term about a new you. You don't need to be new. It's more about discovering yourself and discovering yourself through the freedom of daily action, daily habits... And these goals that will liberate you and that will just make you feel more alive and more like you. So keeping that in mind when you set your goals, setting the goals that are true to you, not true to what society tells you or what people around you tells you, what you think you should have. If you are in your early 20s and you think that you should be married with kids by 25, trust me, that's not the way to go. <laughs> um, so don't look for those things. Just learn to listen to yourself and embrace the beauty of you changing every single year, every single month. 
um, and so does your desires. And then make it so easy for yourself to achieve these goals. Because really it's about that. Just make life easy. This is so complicated already as it is. I mean, <laughs> dealing with a pandemic, I think we've all realized that we just want smoothness and comfort and kind of things to be automated in a way in our daily life that we don't need to make it a struggle. We've been there. We've done the struggle. We don't need more of that. We need flow. We need ourselves to find a way, a new way of living that doesn't mean that we're taking joy and life out of our life. It's just simply adding to it. And I think that is for me what what New Year's resolutions (laughs) and all of these things are about is about daring to dig deep into what our desires are because we're sometimes fearful at least I've been to really be honest and true and committed to the things that we want and just allowing ourselves to bloom and flourish with those desires and making life easy <laughs> then again why do we make everything so hard it's not about hustling hustling doesn't have to be hard um it can be easy can be flowing it can be beautiful and when we do these things that just make life easy I'm going to keep on repeating the easy part but when you get away from the thought that okay I need to go to the gym for an hour two hours every day to achieve my exercise I need to eat from this specific fitness food delivery company or something like that or I need to eat the kale. No, you don't need to eat the kale. You can eat whatever you want as long as it's something that resonates with you. But when you make things so unnoticeable for yourself, for example, walking. I love walking, but walk everywhere because you'll realize very quickly that one, your body changes very, very quickly when you allow yourself to stay active. Um, you'll also very quickly notice the change if you normally walk and you walk less. For me, that was so frustrating during the lockdown that we all experienced and some of you are again. Um, but this movement, this daily movement just to get us around, not only for your body, but also for your mental state. I find walking so therapeutic. I find it so wonderful and such a wonderful way to connect with myself that that was the hardest part to to have removed from me. But walk, 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 walk wherever you can um, and just make the choices easy. We have choice fatigue. You've probably heard this before where Steve Jobs, the reason why he wore the same clothes every day was because he wanted to save his willpower on making decisions onto bigger things than what he was going to wear. And that's why you see so many of these great genius um, minds often wearing the same things because they realize that we have mental fatigue that sets in when we have to make decisions all the time. Um, And when we can make that just a little bit easier by implementing things in our daily life. I personally like to wear different things each day, so (laughs) I'm going to take that option and allow that to still be something I make a decision out of. Um, But for me, walking is that. That is not a question of me taking a car somewhere where I can walk. Walking is the only way for me. Um, So 
just break it down to come back to um, where this part is. But when you have your goal, break it down into small, manageable things that you can do every day that are not going to fatigue you, that are not going to make you feel like you are worthless, like you have to try so hard. Just small, small things that each day just build upon and build upon until one day all of a sudden you are where you want to be. You probably won't even realize it unless you have that timely notification of of when you were meant to achieve your goal, but you will see that it just gets so easy when you do it this way. And then finally, whenever you set a goal, you have to be quite clear on to as to why you're doing it. And I love the power of visualization as well and journaling to help you feel the reason for it. So for me, my why has always been because I'm worthy of the change. Because like many of us, always struggled with self-worth. So telling myself I am worthy to change. Oh my goodness, even now I get like big rushes and goosebumps. But um, when you can tell yourself you are worthy of it, or whatever your why is that empowers you. And that's so great. That's so powerful to fall back on because we're all going to have days where we slip. So sit down and journal or whatever way is best for you. If it's best to sit and meditate and just visualize or lay in bed and daydream. That works powerfully too. Or if you make a um, vision board, whatever works best for you, go for that. And visualize yourself in the moment when you've achieved all of these things. When this is just flow, this is just easy already. So for example, yesterday when we had the great conjunction, I keep on saying conjugation, but it's the great conjunction of our two planets, Saturn and Jupiter. I took the time to sit down and write out exactly exactly how I want to feel within each area of my life I personally prefer not to be super specific about what the frame looks like of my life for example what things I have exactly where I live because I found that for me when I'm non-specific on that but more specific on how I'm feeling because ultimately that's the most important thing to me things tend to go through so yesterday for me I just wrote out exactly, I just let it come out of me. I didn't correct, I didn't didn't judge myself for what I wanted. And I just let it free flow. I let it free flow about my career, let it free flow about my body, about my health, about my relationships to others and to myself, about love, about where I was living and everything like that. And today I just feel much more grounded in myself and I feel much more sure about what I want to do and it's also spurring me on the feeling that I had thinking about those things and visualizing all of it I just I want that to be so real I want to wake up and I want to feel all those things and I want you to be able to feel those things too and have it in your life so use the tools that we have around us I mean, it's so simple. I just did it on the notes app on my phone. It's not very spiritual. I didn't have a feather pen and a beautifully bound journal, but the notes app works very well too. It's also good to read back and have as a reminder. Um, But yeah, just go for it. So to sum up, 
sets your SMART goal, a goal that is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Then break that goal down until you have maybe three daily habits that you're going to start with. And then you add on to the next level, to the next level, to the next level until you reach your goal. But make it simple, make it really easy for yourself. And then just to really, really seal it in. Do journal, visualization, whatever works for you. And be clear on how it feels. Be clear on that future and just kind of come back to that sensation every time that you doubt yourself, every time that you feel you're falling short. And I'm feeling so excited for you just thinking about this because it's such an empowering journey and I, I hope that you find it too. Um, be clear on your why, that's not another one. And just enjoy, enjoy the journey of changing, of automating your life. This is a thought that keeps on coming back right now as I'm speaking to you. But we're automating everything in our lives through technology. So why not do the same with yourself and your habits? Automate your fitness by walking, by making easy choices and all of these things. And if you want help with that, if you're interested in the 21 Days to Change course I mentioned earlier on, please do leave a comment, send me a message on Instagram, wherever you're following me. And... I'll see what I can do. It could be an interesting thought to do it all together in January. Um, but yeah, that is it for today. Another little riff on different things. I hope it's, I hope it helps you feel empowered. I hope it makes you feel a little bit more clear about the things that you want to achieve and that you feel more strengthened in yourself about how you can do such things. And yeah, please do leave a comment, leave a review, send me a message, tell me what you want to talk about, what you want me to talk about, what you want to hear, all of these things. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your time today. And as it's coming up to Christmas, I wish you a beautifully wonderful Christmas, no matter what it looks like this year. I hope that you find happiness. I hope that you receive joy and that you receive the gift of yourself and the feeling pride of who you are so thank you for being here as always i'm cecilia from cherish nomad follow me on instagram follow me on facebook send this podcast to someone who you think will enjoy it and please and with gratitude and thankfulness do leave a review or a rating if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts. it will mean so so much for me and i wish you a beautiful wonderful day have a well have a great day and i'll see you next time on this podcast bye